The Tilted Landshark Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to check out our relaunched merch store where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. Just go to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com and check out the SGPN app. Hi, and welcome everybody to the Tilted Land Shark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know, the fall's right around the corner, and maybe summer now, but it's time to plan out your fall decor, your pumpkins, your spice potpourris. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit of vision boarding. Uh, just two men here supporting each other's hopes and dreams. Got them. We fucking got them. JK, LOL, welcome to the Tilted Landshark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. While we do vision board, uh, we also talk AUDL and gambling on the Ultimate Disc League. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn, and I am here with Zach, the Narwhal Avello. What is up, Zach? Yo, um, it's just going to sound real bad. What's a vision board? What are it's, we talking about here? It's it's a board where you cut out like pictures and things like that, and uh, it's your aspirations, uh, where you like, know where you want to be in the future. You know. Kinda. So when I was in first grade, I did something like that, and I wanted, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? So we're going along those lines. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm googling vision board definition <laughs> just to give you like a. I feel like I'm doing an elementary school project, doing something like that, making getting clippings from a magazine. It's a, a collage of images and words representing a person's wishes or goals intended to serve as inspiration or motivation. Zach just me and Zach just supporting each other's wishes and goals you know and what? shit. I'm in for that. I'm into that. Um, right. How's it going? Yo, man? what's up? <laughs> Digging the uh, new nickname. Yeah, the narwhal. Yeah, the that narwhal. one might stick. That one might stick. It might stick. It, I see, hope have- I could uh, back it up. How, how this came about, uh, Zach was telling me about, you know, uh, some of the lines that came out and how uh, there were some juicy spots. And I told him, he, I said, you fucking whale. He's like, I prefer to be called a sharp. I was like, how about you're a sharp whale, a.k.a. a narwhal? And he was like, and he yeah. found like a cute little narwhal hat and everything. It's yeah. perfect. <laughs> the narwhal hat will get purchased once we do uh, start doing live streams and uh, you guys can see in all its glory. Yeah. Whoa, but, uh, relax, relax your ass crack here, Zach. I haven't said that it's definitely going to be the nickname going forward, so I wouldn't run to Amazon and buy the narwhal <laughs> hat just yet. Um, yeah, I may have to cancel that order then. Um, <laughs> hey, big night tonight. I hate to, uh, I know we're an ultimate podcast, but real quick, I'm a big basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Free agency opened up, yeah, and some big bombs have been dropped. And uh, you guys, fans of sports may know who Kevin Durant is. Requesting a trade out of Brooklyn. Mm, yeah. One of his possible landing spots, my Miami Heat. So uh, I am, along with all this, keeping Twitter open, refreshing it every two seconds yeah. to kind of see what uh, wash bombs are going to drop. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, in addition to Miami being an excellent, you know, basketball, I say program, even though that sounds weird with them being a professional team uh, and a good basketball town. They're a good organization. They got Pat Riley behind them. But in addition to that, they don't have There's no like personal income tax for the state, I believe. So it makes sense. That's why a lot of players end up going to play in Florida for that reason. That's why a lot of people just move to Florida, too. So Durant is a is a a kid from the DMV, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he should play for the Wizards. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, we'll see. They just signed a Beal to a Supermax. I don't know if they have the assets to trade. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. either <laughs> Phoenix or Miami. My hopes in Miami, obviously. Uh, if not, Donovan Mitchell. Good backup plan. Yeah. Who doesn't uh, want to go to Miami? 
Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, I mean, I'm down. I like, uh, you know, I like flat sandwiches cooked under a brick. I'm for it. Yeah. You know, pork, okay. mustard, cheese, pickle. Pickles. Heat. Put some brick. butter on it. Perfect, man. I'm for it, man. I uh, Also, I've watched the movie Cocaine Cowboys roughly uh, a million times. I so thought I've... you were about to say chef, but... No, no, definitely okay. Cocaine Cowboys. And also the U part ones, parts one and two. Uh, speaking of the U, Uh-oh. we've got week 10 of the AUDL. Yes. Didn't, didn't really didn't really connect, but uh, yeah, man, that's how I, how I like to go about it. Sure. I like to keep you on your toes. Um, we got a pretty good week here. Uh, you know, we got a, a light week for the West after they've been having just kind of a breakneck schedule. The East kind of take, gets back into it. Uh, mm-hmm. the central just centrals and uh, the south, you know, we gotta you, finally uh, game three <coughs> of the uh, Atlanta Carolina rivalry, a chance mm-hmm. to for uh, Atlanta to save face after taking two losses to uh, to Carolina so far this season. It's it's a good one. Do you have any uh, you have any first impressions of this uh, of the schedule so far? This slate, um, yeah. let's see here. I'm on the wrong spreadsheet, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, well, one Minnesota Chicago battle for the Central. Yep. Right. Uh, Minnesota's one loss was to Chicago, mm-hmm. first game of the season. Chicago mm-hmm. take the dub. Pretty nuts. I wouldn't say easily, but they made Minnesota like Minnesota's identity all season is defense, defense, defense. Chicago put up twenty four week one against them. So maybe this is a good spot for Minnesota. They've got their defense figured out. They're about to go up against Chicago. We could break that game down further. Philadelphia has a chance to prove themselves against a team who, you know, is in a tier right above them in D.C., so they can make some noise and hold on to that three spot in the East. And in the South, um, this was a big game two weeks ago. Not as big anymore, but still Atlanta versus Carolina. Um, Atlanta needs – this win could help them out a lot in the division. Uh, May not get them the one seed, but it could get them that two seed over Austin. If the tri- trip to Dex- uh, Texas next week doesn't work out well, yeah. I, I, the thing about this game, though, I, even though it might not be near as important as it was the previous week, is uh, it's just some good old fashioned hate now. You know, this is yeah. uh, it's it's a it's a fair it's a rivalry, like it's a legit rivalry in the AUDL. I mean, Atlanta's dropped too. They're gonna they're gonna be coming out hot, man. Yeah, it's a uh, legit. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a legit rivalry that's got a three-goal spread, too. So when we break that one down, um, three may be a little too much. We'll have to find out here soon. Sure. Now, I know you take a look at the weather and the rosters. Is there any big weather we need to be aware of? It's going to be Saturday night in the Northeast, a little stormy. Um, So watch out for that Philly game, Boston. Um, They have some afternoon storms. Looks like New York is playing in the rain on on Friday night also. Yeah, and then the Central, I don't think anything to worry about. And then I actually have not gotten to the West or South um, yet. It's always so, perfect yeah. in those places. In Colorado, yeah, thin air, maybe windy. Carolina, yeah. beautiful. Dallas, hot. There we go. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like uh, it's gonna be like you opened a door and Clifford the Big Red Dog is just breathing in your face after uh, after Dude. a spirited game of fetch. I might add. Been there, man. Living down in South Florida. At 5 a.m., you walk out of 5 a.m. by the beach, you're walking into a pool pretty much. It's it's tough. Like walking into a hot, wet blanket. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, as you may be familiar, we like to give you kind of these uh, little teaser games, little entree, you know, little little appetizer games, uh, the ones that, uh, you know, might not, you know, are they're good games, but they're not going to be the games that we have dubbed our grand marquises because we've got three grand marquise games picked out. It's DC, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Chicago. And of course the aforementioned Atlanta at Carolina. So without further ado, we've got Montreal heading South crossing that imaginary line, taking on New York, uh, New York, the six point uh, favorite total set at 41 and a half. And of course, minus 2000 on the money line. Uh, poor Montreal. Poor, poor Montreal. That's all I can think right now. Yeah. It's not an easy spot for them. Sorry, I'm trying to fix my notes. The font won't catch up, so I may have to freehand this. Um, Oh, font. We got an aristocrat. Yeah. Uh, They met earlier this season, and Montreal got the, uh, I was about to say dub, they got the loss. 
Um, but not a bad one. New York 22, Montreal 18. Um, we know about New York's roster, right? Osgar leads assist in the league. Yacht second in goals. Um, their offense is stacked, and their defense is one of the best in the league. <coughs> so New York getting five and a half is not one of the bigger spreads they've gotten all season. Um, actually, a pretty neat spreadsheet. Uh, my brother, big big listener, also big AEDL gambler, has put together a amazing spreadsheet that has home road splits for scores against an assist or scores for and against um, historical spreads, hit them or not, historical totals, hit them or not. Um, especially I'm going to be referring to a lot. But I think New York, what I have here is, um, yeah, these bigger spreads against a team like Montreal is not something they, – they were six-and-a-half-point favorites and couldn't hit that. Um, Montreal going across the border, though, this time isn't going to be the same thing. New York is pretty well-rested. Um, look, they're not giving us the hook, the six-and-a-half-point hook. You kind of have that half-point insurance with New York at minus six. Oh, man, this is tough. I'm going to go New York minus six. It's going to be hard to pick. Like, if I if I go into the game Friday night and pick um, New York at minus six, I'll feel a lot better that they're going to hit that than trying to watch Montreal keep the game within six, having to travel across the border. So let's go New York minus six as my first pick. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the the fade Canada crossing the line. Uh, mm-hmm. thing here, and uh, I, I'm gonna go ahead because I mean, Montreal has just been abysmal, uh, the last yeah. couple weeks. Um, they're definitely a team that's trending down. Let's see what with what regularity they cover, they don't cover very often, I don't think, or am I absolutely wrong? No, I mean, they're four and three. I still well, think that, bad. yeah, I still think that, uh, that New York covers the spread. Uh, but I think the, the big news is that I'm gonna be taking a hard look at this total. Uh, in this game, knowing that there's some, uh, mm-hmm. some impending weather, as it is a commandment, and I'm going to go under 41 and a half. If Montreal is going to play as bad as I think they th- that they might, it could be like a like a New York Toronto level beatdown where they score like yeah. eight points, and then you're relying on on New York to score like 33, which it's possible they could do it, but I don't like their chances. Chase under 41 and a half. You yeah, are I'm, taking that New York minus six. I'm taking the New York minus six. Yeah, I think that's that's an easy pick. It's going to be hard to pick against this New York team for the rest of the season. This, I mean, don't know if they play DC again, but minus six may be like the smallest spread you'll see from them for the rest of the season until yeah. they play DC in the playoffs or have to go to Madison and play over there. I'm going to make a really risky pr- play here too. I'm putting two dollars on New York on the money line. I'll be oh waiting boy, my $2 two cents. to win uh, two cents. Let's I'll go. Awaiting my two cents. All right. We are not financial advisors here. <laughs> we we are not. We are not. But uh, hey, man, like getting, you know, getting 10% back, it's better than your 401k. Uh, look at that. We got Montreal and Boston, the second half of their, their, uh, their back-to-back. Uh, wrong team favored. Go ahead and say it. I'm going to say wrong team favored. You give Sounds me like this. Sounds like you're going m- Boston. Yeah, you give me this money line. Boston plus 200. The dogs at home going against a back-to-back, a Canadian mm-hmm. back-to-back. Man, they are a three-point dog. Totals at 39 and a half. Uh, yes. Yes. Give me the give me the spread. Give me the give me the t- the money line. Uh might stay away from the total though. Might stay away from the total. Yeah, at 39 and a half. I don't know what Boston team's gonna show up. You're gonna get an exhausted Montreal team, but this Boston offense. They could be rolling. So Duke could have this offense rolling. Defensively, they've always struggled to get the disc in the end zone, but I think against a tired Montreal team, they could go ahead and do that. Um, and you're giving them three points. I want to go Boston plus the three. I won't go money line. I won't do that. That's a little too risky for me. Um, look, Sudok had a great game against Montreal, and they still they got the loss. Yeah, that sucks. But I think if he could hold this consistently, they got their feet out from under them. They're one and seven against the spread this year, but you know things have to go back towards the mean, right? They right. go back towards that five hundred record, so they're do a win. It's going to be a little windy. I prefer to call it the meaty part of the bell curve. <laughs> um, it's going to be a little windy. Ten to fifteen mile per hour winds is what the latest last forecast said last night. Um, 
And at that point, you got a tired Montreal team as three-point favorites. I'm going to take that plus three on the Boston side. So, let's go. Pay that man his money. It's a lock, baby. All right. Well, not a lock for me or Zach. Well, I guess I shouldn't use that word. Uh, considering that we, <laughs> you can't we have... use it religiously now. Yeah. yeah. Consider, consider the fact that we, we have things that we call our locks and dogs, which we still have their <clears throat> name for uh, somehow. Maybe that's just what it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, since we call things locks, it probably should be like, it's a lock. Um, all right. Next, we got... Toronto heading to Ottawa to take on the best mustaches in the leagues. It's a pick 'em. Total set at 44 and a half. And it looks like Ottawa, the minus 160 favorite on the old money line. Uh, it's it's a pick 'em. Toronto's going one way. Ottawa kind of goes you a little more up and down, it seems. Yeah. Um, Toronto is your plus 130 dog in this game, too. And Toronto actually beat Ottawa this year. Um, if I look at the schedule correctly, Ottawa won, what was it, week one of the season or week two? Ottawa uh, yes. beat Boston at home. Yep. What's Ottawa's record right now? It's, uh, one and six. Boom. Oh, and six in the last six. Toronto, they beat Ottawa. They've beaten yep. Montreal in a pretty good game. Look, these defenses are atrocious a piece. Um, I'll tell you right now, Toronto's my play um, on the money line plus 130. <clears throat> but I do have my first lock coming out of this game. Ooh. So the last five matchups we've gotten from Toronto-Ottawa, point totals, 55, 46, 44, 51, and 35. Um, let's round up on that 44. Four of the last five are at the total or hit over that total. Um Jeff Blevin and Luke Kalmeyer for the Ottawa Outlaws in Toronto are some of the best throwers in the game. So I could see this game going over. Over 44 and a half is going to be actually one of my locks for this weekend. Um, yeah, I think Toronto's going to go ahead and pull the win too at plus 130. Whoa, look at this. Look, uh-huh. look at this. We, we've got it's it's a it's the season of lucrative payouts on the money line in, in the uh, the AUDL. Uh, they used to be sparse. Now they're uh, abundant. It's a cornucopia. Yeah, a There's variable horn of plenty. Mm-hmm. So Zach Zach's going out on the limb, taking Toronto on the money line plus one small thirty. Dog. I'm a, small dog. It's a you know Yorkie poo. Uh, I am going to I'm going to tell you on tell you on that total. Um, okay. I'm gonna tell you on the money line too. Uh, Ottawa. I mean, I understand things probably have to turn around. It's not like they're a hapless team. They're not at all yeah. devoid of talent. But uh, if you if you have a game this close that it's a pick 'em, you can go ahead and just sign me up for the money line dog, especially if it's plus money. Okay, Toronto on both ends. We are three games in and on the same side for three games. We're gonna disagree sooner or later. Eventually, we'll disagree soon. But you know what? We're not gonna disagree about. Our wonderful sponsors, we're going to take a quick break, Uh, and we'll be right back with more Tilted Landshark on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. When we get back, five apple slicing techniques for the fall. God, I want that vision board. We'll be back. Make sure to get down on the wins bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com. To get started, offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, we're going to pick a player, we're going to pick the number of points they score in a game or how many hits they have in a baseball game. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. 
If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and we can play together. We've got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun for us all to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Welcome back to the Tilted Landshark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We have moved on. Some people call us the third coast, the middle of the country. Um, I guess because of the Mississippi? Or is that, am I just thinking of like... Rappers from Texas and them talking about the Gulf when they talk. I didn't know rappers came out of Texas, honestly. Uh, UGK, Pimp C, and BUNB. They're big pimping. They're spending cheese. Well, RIP Pimp C. Uh, First it was free Pimp C, and then it was RIP Pimp C. Dude, Um, I lived in Memphis for two years. I couldn't name you one. Young Dolph, rest in peace, right? I think he's dead. RIP Young Dolph. Uh, My my wife's rapper I know from Memphis. The firm my wife works for uh, used to uh, buy cookies from that store as like a gift for uh, for their employees for Christmas. Um, so yeah, I've had those murder oh, wow. cookies before, and they're fucking delicious. Dude, I spent a thirty minute Uber drive, pretty drunk, leaving Beale Street with the Uber driver throwing conspiracy theories on who killed Young Dolph and some sort of rapper rivalry that's going on. She went deep into it. Yeah. Non- that's- <laughs> It's uh, was it uh, Yo Gotti? Uh, I believe Yo Gotti. The... Yeah, I think that's yeah. what she threw around. Yeah, I didn't need an Uber driver. Listen, <laughs> even when I'm in my house, my pinky toe stays in these streets, son. Oh my All god! Right. So Arkansas seems rough. You don't. You have no fucking idea, Zach. You don't even know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what's really tough? The mean streets, the mean domed streets of Indianapolis, Indiana, where we've got the Indianapolis Alley Cats. Take it on the Pittsburgh uh, Thunderbirds. Uh, Indy, uh, four-point favorite, just a flat four, no hook. Total set at 40, 42. Someone and, hit that lock button. Yeah, yeah. let's go ahead and lock that down. And uh, it looks like Indy's the minus 450 favorite on the money line. I, 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 if I were going, say say I, I had a, a budget for three bets for this and I was going to bet the – the spread i was gonna bet the total i was gonna bet the money line um i would just say fuck those other two bets and let me just throw the entire amount at this at this total here that's this is, that is ludicrous ludicrous 100. don't even touch the money line if you i think the minus four is at plus odds if i remember seeing correctly so you'll you know for every 10 bucks you may get like 12 bucks or no minus 120 never mind it's minus 120 um uh, but still not a bad price Indy minus four is an easy call here. Um, but, oh, my God, 42 points on the over-under. Whoever's doing this definitely looked at Pitt's stats. Uh, if you look at Pittsburgh splits on the road, they're averaging – where is this at? Pittsburgh's averaging 15 points for themselves on the road, giving up 18. So some low-scoring ultimate when they go on the road, their offense doesn't really perform well. They are 3-5. and five. And the uh, over under, but hey, Indianapolis is going to control the game. They're playing indoors. Indianapolis is four zero at home indoors on the over under. <laughs> it's the over is easy. the The week after week, we just get more and more stats that Indy is going to hit the over, and they still make this number too small. Yeah, four four zero going over uh, at home so far this season. And uh, man, this is I wish that I had. Uh, uh, half by half and quarter by quarter betting because if I did, yeah. I don't care how big the number would be. I would take Indianapolis on these first quarter and first half spreads because, like we said, yeah. it's like shock and awe. Uh, because you realize that you have to guard throws from absolutely every angle when they're playing in the dome. I'm glad you brought that up. I uh, was listening to a podcast and had Paul Jonas on, uh, big uh. Handler for the Chicago Union, who went into Indy last week and had a slow start against the Indianapolis Alley Cats, and who's explaining it's not as easy as it looks to throw in a dome uh, for visiting teams because you think with still air you could just throw whatever you want, you could throw it flat and get as far as you want or anything like that. 
they say there's not a much movement in the air, so it could get humid, especially after warm-ups. It gets humid in there pretty easily. And what the yeah. humidity does is if you throw it flat, that disc will start to rise and it'll float. Okay. And so you'll so that's what you're saying. It takes a minute to understand. If you watch Indy play in the dome, which every team visiting to Indianapolis watch them play, their throws are bladey, they're sharp, they have a lot of edge to it, so it could cut through the wind. And that's a lot of their hucks. Um, they have Keegan North, who is fantastic at these throws. Xavier Payne, really good thrower. So they, Indy gets the first quarter, first half edge, like you said. I wish we could make those bets because those will just be easy locks. You could probably get Indy minus one and a half against Pitt in the first quarter, and I bet you they go up three or four so in the first quarter. So does it does it like air bounce or it just kind of rises? It just rises. It just it yeah. rides on a wave of water molecules yeah. in the air. It's water, like when you go to the Dead Sea and you can just kind of float like really so well. So on next week's episode, we go through the physics of fl- a frisbee flying. <laughs> Tune yeah, in. Uh, let's get whiteboard with, session. Let's, let's get Bill Nye, the science guy, in on this one. Uh, I feel Bill like he should have delivered me that out. little nugget of news. Yeah, yeah. He seemed. Uh, he seemed maybe a little bit tipsy when I saw him at the, the DC Breeze game, uh, which I'm like, yeah, hey, man, have fun. Hey, yeah. Yeah, that's have that wasn't fun. a knock. Like, hey, man, go. You're building out of the science guy. You've earned it. You know, he awesome is team. officially the ambassador of ADL, Bill Nye, the Frizz guy. Um, I don't know who cares about science anymore. It's, it's all about the disc. Yeah. So now let's uh, talk about a game that uh, <clears throat> I mean. Hell. Oh, did I didn't even make a pick here? Did I except for the the yeah, I'm just on the I got you Indy minus I'm four. Just, I, I yeah, I will take Indy minus four. No, I'm just on the over. I'm just on the over. I'm just no hammering sides? the over. Yeah, no sides, just over. Multi unit bet. He's that yes. confident. Units on I, units uh, on units. Got some friends. Went out to lunch. They don't know anything about Ultimate. And it's like, hey, you still have your account on the sports book? He's like, yeah, I was like, open it up. Let him to the ADL page. Like, put a few units on that. Put half your bankroll on this. I'm not going to give you a guarantee, but it's going to hit. So, yeah. that's, that's where the confidence is at. I'm glad you uh, approached him at lunch about this and you weren't, like, standing next to him at the, ur- un- you know, the urinal talking about units or anything. Um, hey, pretty sweet unit, no bro. Put, put that unit on it. Unit shaming, it's a real thing. I don't try to unit shame. If you're you got I mean everyone has different size units. Nothing you can wrong with it. unit shame me all you want. I was born ready for humiliation. <laughs> so moving on, our last game in the central, poor Detroit, poor mechanics with an X. Uh they're gonna have to do a lot of repairs after this one, more than likely, because they've got Minnesota the windshield rolling into town. Uh Minnesota nine point favorite. No hook. Then we've got a total set at 42 and a half. Uh, Minnesota now probably the biggest favorite of the uh, of the uh, year here at minus 3,000 on the money line. I mean, man, this is a snuff film. This is like, if you want to watch someone get murdered, then I think you should watch this game. And the, it's going to be the Detroit team being murdered with points. With that being said, uh, give me Detroit on the money line. As is tradition, um, I, I, you know, I like to bet against these huge spreads, but I honestly kind of feel like I want to bet Minnesota minus nine and then take the under. Oh man, what are you? Yeah, kinda, what's the? Uh, I'm sorry, what's the number at right now? Uh, two and a half. Yeah, because I kind of think that the final score of this one is going to be uh, Minnesota forty-one to nothing. I wouldn't be, dude. I really want to put it probably easy, but over under nine and a half goals for Detroit this game. Um, if Detroit had Minnesota on Friday and Minnesota then had to go to Chicago, maybe, maybe we could talk about a look ahead spot. Um, maybe Minnesota doesn't play a few players, <coughs> but I think minus nine is huge. It's one of the bigger spreads we've seen all season. I think some of the other double-digit spreads we've seen, like 10.5, have actually hit so far this year. So I'm, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, 
I'm going to go Minnesota minus nine. Yeah. Um, by the it feels terrible to I don't doing think... it because someone's going to have to die for it to happen. But Yeah, but I don't think Detroit has a chance to score more than 13, 14 points. You get Minnesota in that mid-20 range. You're going to go ahead and cover. Um, this defense is, like, suffocating. Uh, they Let's see if they met earlier this year so far. Detroit. No, this is their first matchup. Um, and Detroit, again, one of the worst def- offenses in the league. Detroit or Minnesota, one of the best defenses. Yeah, by the sole fact that Detroit probably won't get over 12, 13 points. I'm going with Minnesota minus the nine. I yep. won't touch the total, though, because I would love to say under, but to pick a spread that big to lay the points and then pick the under is kind of a statistically uh, tough thing to do. Hey, man, we, we are – just totals deities here. We we hammer AUDL totals. When we talk about yes. totals, you pay attention. Um, so you might want to pay attention to Zach and not touch it. But I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch it all over the place. So moving on to the west side, we got one more game in the central. It's one of the Grand Marquises. So we've got the only game in the west. It could be a sneaky good one. We'll see when I'm going to call them my, my LA Aviators take on the undefeated Colorado Summits at Colorado. Colorado, the six and a half point favorite, <clears throat> which is fitting. Uh, 40 and a half set at the total and minus 1600 on the line. And uh, it's a big number. It's a big number. LA looked really good for a little while. They came back down to earth a little bit. Do you think they can keep it respectable against Colorado? Personally, right now, until you probably sway me, I am inclined to say maybe they do, but I want to hear what you think. Yeah, L.A. going to Colorado, just a one-off road trip. They don't have to stop in Salt Lake or anything. Um, The market finally caught up on Colorado. We've been seeing spreads for Colorado that were two and a half. They've been dogs a few times, minus five against Oakland, which they covered. One and a half point dogs against Salt Lake. Three and a half point favorites against Oakland, which they covered by five. Um, Look, Colorado at home. 23-18, 23-18, they're kind of had that five-point like margin of winning. Um, L.A. on the road, one and two. Their defense kinds of uh, doesn't play so well on the road. They had this at 42-and-a-half. I'm going to go I'm going to go L.A. Give me L.A. plus six-and-a-half. That offense, saw them play against Colorado. They looked great. Um they, they can hold on to the disc, and they won't create a lot of turnovers. I'm going to go L.A. plus six and a half. Definitely won't be touching the money line, but that spread's too big for, a, you know, a good offense in L.A. Yeah, uh, you can go ahead go ahead and put me on L.A. plus the six and a half. Uh, 40 and a half, though, that's, that feels like a total worth exploiting. In fact, I'm going to lock this up. We're going over, over 40 and a half in this game. I'm glad you said that because I am with you on that one. You look good! Right. You look good. You look good making that pick with me, man. You Boom. look good. Boom. So, believe it or not, I mean that's our only game from the west from the west side. Yeah, like it's a it's all quiet, quiet. West of the quiet Rockies. weekend for the West, the most chaotic division we have in the AEDL, where okay. I don't even know what San Diego is anymore. But we're not worried about them because they're not playing this weekend. So, yeah, they can, who cares? They can, drive their their VW buses to the beach and smoke their bongs or whatever they do west of the Rockies. Moving on to the south, our last non-marquee game. We've got big brother rolling into town to thump around little brother Dallas. Austin, of course, minus 2,000 on the money line. Uh, did, did they just like run out of hooks at the book this week? Dude, I know. Uh, this is the, the most hopeless week. Look at that. Uh, They're scared. Yeah, Austin minus seven. Uh, total set at 42. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. This number is too big. This number is too big. Way too big. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go ahead and give me Austin, uh, Dallas uh, plus seven here. Um, I, I, I love that play, in fact. Especially since they've thumped around Little Brother a few times. Uh, you know, this, this is... Dallas's chance to to not necessarily get bragging rights, but get you know save a little bit of face and and the the nation of Tejas uh, mm-hmm. in the ultimate circle. So yeah, give me give me a motivated Dallas team plus seven. 
Uh, totally. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of want to I, – I feel like if Dallas wins this game, it's not going to be a shootout by any means. So go ahead and lock me in on the under 42.5 here. Dang it, Chase. Am I doing everything that you're doing? Yes. <laughs> look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. I would not have thought. No, this is the weekend where I texted Chase. I'm like, hey, this is these things are lining up in our favor. I think the books have really screwed up this weekend. And we're both exploiting them, I think. Yeah. yeah. Spread's too big. Austin, minus seven last week, couldn't even get the cover. Um, they're a team that plays close ball, even against Dallas. Like you said, if Dallas covers a seven as bad as their offense is, it's a low-scoring game. Um, right. Austin doesn't care about this game. They're looking yeah. forward to the next week, and they're going to get to host Atlanta for that second spot, a yeah. playoff spot that they've been excited to get. I bet you they went into that road trip. So earlier this season, Austin goes to Carolina, goes to Atlanta, plays Carolina very tough on a Friday night. And their coach was excited about playing Atlanta. So I was like, look at us playing for that second spot. We almost got to Carolina. Atlanta kind of shrugged it off. They're there. They know they're close. Um so I don't think they care. I think Dallas plus seven is the play. It's a look ahead spot for Austin. And if that's going to happen under 42 and a half for sure is the play. Now, did you want to lock lock that? We do. We yeah. double lock in the, uh, yeah. Let's double lock it. Look at us. Look at us. Hey, say it again. Hey, 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 look at us. That man, that, that's it. That's it for our, our non marquee games. Uh, you know, they they, they really kind of seem like they jam-packed the, the early part of the season with a, a lot of games, and now they're kind of taking it easy, maybe giving some teams, you know, some breathers. Maybe it's just because it's really fucking hot outside everywhere you go. That's my thought. They just don't want somebody to die. All right. Yeah. We're going to take yet another quick commercial break. I say yet another. It's only the second. Come on, don't. Don't be like that, people. All right, we're going to take another break. Uh, we'll be right back, and when we come back, uh, we'll have our backing band, the Grand Marquises, the three Grand Marquise games, and we will uh, take a look at those. We'll be right back with more Till the Lane Shark on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. And unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard we've relaunched the SGPN merch store. We've got tons of awesome gear from all your favorite SGPN shows. All you got to do, go to store sportsgamblingpodcast.com store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com Is the merch from this show going to be like the Yeezys when they drop? Probably. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones... Even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Welcome back to the Tilted Land Shark Podcast. Thank you to our lovely sponsors, their lovely products their support, their undying support. We should get them in on these vision boards. They'd probably be into supporting our wishes and goals. Uh, I'm all about that. Let's get them on here. Yeah. Get them talking. Let's get them talking pumpkin spice lattes and bobbing for apples. God. God. That is, you just sound like a like a Northeast basic bitch right now, honestly. My um, wardrobe changes in October. Flannels only, man. Flannels only. Wait. Flannels, jeggings, welcome. and Uggs for... Uh... Welcome to the Appalachia. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. 
Uh, here, here's a game that uh, I feel like is an under-the-radar banger of a game. It's in the East Division. You got D.C. traveling to Philadelphia. Hey, man, this Philadelphia team is talented. I like watching mm-hmm. this Philadelphia team. Here's the deal, man. Hey, this D.C. team is talented. I like watching this D.C. team. I feel more. I feel conflicted. I feel like I've been act, asked to pick a favorite illegitimate child because they're not that close to me but they're still mine. Um, what do you think about this game? Yeah. Um, Philly's legit. They're very legit. James Pollard, Greg Mott. I mean, or Greg Martin, Greg Martin and Sean Mott. I mean, they're getting some recognition now. They're a half game back in the East Eastern division. And then on the flip side, DC four and two look, they're in the shadows of New York. Those are two losses was against New York. I mean, you don't even know if they're the second best team in the league yet because they've only been able to play New York and some other teams. So both teams have something to prove. This has the making to be maybe the game of the weekend if it wasn't for Minnesota-Chicago. That game could kind of be a disappointment. This game could mean a lot. Um, Look, I'll go back and say D.C., 4-2. They've had to play New York twice. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick a side now as – much as I like watching Philly play, that offense has been spectacular. I mean, their guys like James Pollard has taken a huge leap, potential of most improved player possibly. He's quite um, literally taken some some huge leaps also to catch yeah. over people. He's built like a fucking tank. So I'm I'm actually gonna go DC minus two and a half though. I think okay. DC has a lot that. Philly can't keep up with DC still is one of the best defenses in the league, which is something that Philly's going to have to struggle with. Um, I can't, man, I took away my notes for this game because they were too small to see, but DC, the handicapping readers the, like I have the emotional handicapping is coming out. DC minus two and a half. I think if this was earlier in the season, it would have been four and a half, five and a half points. And that would have been close. Philly has brought their market up a little bit. So I'm going to go DC minus two and a half. See if they expose Philadelphia. You ready for my dog of the weekend? Oh, no. He's doing it. Philly on the money line plus 295. Let's go. I'm so excited. You shut up about that and you give me that championship belt. That's what I say. Man, I, yes, I, listen, man, I like this Philly team. I honestly think that Philly has. They might not have a more talented roster, but I feel like they've got more talented players. Quite honestly, uh, between mm-hmm. Pollard, uh, I can't remember the the young the young man's name. Sean Martin, the, uh, Greg Martin. Yeah, the, you know yeah. you've got a you know most improved player of the year candidate. You've got you know a sneaky like you know can't candidate for some for some awards with with Pollard. I yeah man, just uh, plus they I like Philly because it feels like they play in a really like gritty part of town too. It's like you can yeah. always see, like, you know, it looks like someone's, like, stealing stealing boxes out of, like, the back of a white van by the sideline and stuff. It's, uh, yeah, give, give me these gritty, this gritty Philadelphia team. Not right? saying yeah. it's a sign, but for some bizarre reason, boys and men popped up in my head this morning. I listened to some Motown Philly. Um, still but taking boys to men. Uh, still taking DC minus two and a half. I do want to touch on the side real quick. Um... 41 and a half. Am I allowed to have a third lock here? Can I get a third lock? Is that legal? I mean, you you run the lock store, so if you want to bring in more inventory, go I'm for doing it. it. 41 and a half over. Uh, these teams are known for, I mean, DC's great defense, sure. But you look at the totals from the DC game so far. They're 5-1 over under 41, 44, 43, 45, 46, and 42. I mean... They're scoring well into the 40s. With that total, they're still 5-1 over-under. Um, there's going to be a very, on paper, a lot of talent in this game. Very offensive dictated. So I think over 41.5, it's like probably going to be the play out of this game. All right, we've, we're disagreeing for the first time. Give oh, me the no. under. Give me, this, give me the under. There's a chance of severe thunderstorms Saturday night uh, during this game. Uh the wind won't be crazy, but you know, you know how things kick up whenever whenever it starts raining like crazy and people start dropping discs when they get slippery. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, let me. I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna take thunder. I'm gonna be just a real, just Billy badass, super bold 
in, in this one with my my dog my dog pick my my total pick and I mean of course if I'm on if I'm on the the money line then you can definitely give me DC minus two and a half or plus two and a half or Philadelphia sorry plus two and a half you got it you got it <laughs> yeah yeah I'm on it took a little bit you know it was the remix I don't know what to tell you um anything else to say on this one uh nothing I'm most looking forward to this game than any other game this week and I will say that I will be glued to this one so this next game is worth all the hype in the world for the central division <laughs> or is it don't, don't 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 believe the hype sorry flave i'm believing it minnesota chicago it's a pick 'em total set at 40 minnesota plus 110 on the money line and you got chicago minus 135 i mean just due to my own principles you already know where i'm going I'm all over Moneyline Dogs this weekend. Uh, so uh, give me Minnesota plus 110. If it's close enough that's a pick them, you give me the plus money play every single time. Um, okay, so here's where I stand. It, Minnesota kind of like a tale of two teams. You haven't seen them play against them top level yet. You get to watch them play Chicago week one. You would have thought Minnesota comes out firing because of their close loss they had in the playoffs to Chicago last year. Um but outside of that, all Minnesota has to show for is wins against Dallas, Madison twice, Pitt. They played against Indy Outdoors, who's a whole new team when they're not playing in their home. Um, and I just think Chicago has proven a little bit more. Close wins against uh, Austin. They had a nice comeback win against Austin. And then right before that, Indy, or right after that, Indy, in Indy where they had that slow start and they were still able to run it back. They wore out that Indy offense. Uh, I think there's a lot of talent in that offensive end. We talk a lot about Minnesota's defense yeah. being very dominant, keeping teams under 16 points a game. Yeah. I think Chicago's a whole new team that they're not used to seeing with um, Ross Baker and Pavel Jonas, some studs on the offensive end that won't just give up the disc easily to Minnesota. I think Minnesota's going to struggle and probably struggle to get some holes too. So I'm going to go Chicago on that money line, a little bit of a favorite there, but I'm going to go Chicago. As for the total, I won't be touching it. Um, I think these games could like be in the thirties or be in the high forties. Like we saw earlier this year. I'm going to be more bold with the total. I'm going to go with the under. I, I do think that you under? got, yeah, I think it's going to be a defensive lockdown kind of game. Minnesota's salty on D man. They are salty on D. Let's see. I'm looking at the weather real quick. Cause I might be even Good. more, even more, on it more? here oh i think Even I more. actually i do have this one yeah there's not not a, i mean there might be low some winds rain. low winds yeah i still mm-hmm. still still even still still you give me the under here do it maybe minnesota's defense actually dictates this game and you'll get the under okay <clears throat> now last but not least game three of the atlanta carolina season series You've got Atlanta heading back to Carolina for the second time. Um, not catching many fish at the book. No hook here. Carolina, the three-point favorite. Uh, total set at 39. Um, if you, folks at home can't see this, but uh, I am rubbing my nipples right now uh, at that one. And uh, Carolina minus 400 on the money line. Uh, Atlanta plus 295. I might, I might keep getting cheeky here. Just might keep getting cheeky. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going chalk. I'm going Carolina minus three. Um, and the reasoning is, I just I'm not impressed with Atlanta at all. I'm kind of disappointed in them. I think they showed up for two and a half quarters in a big home game against Carolina and just gave the game up. Their offense got stagnant. I don't know how well they're going to travel, so before I lock in this pick, I will check the uh, roster on that one. Um, but yeah, their their offense tends to get figured out by Carolina, and they they can't make the changes in time for Carolina to get a few breaks towards the end of the game. I want to go Carolina minus three, home game. Um, Carolina, I think, will clinch a playoff spot with this one if they haven't already. It looks like the Carolina bench might be a little bit thin for this one. Is that what it's looking like? Yeah, I mean they've got a they've got a good number of players out. Of course, they've got you know 
uh, Lurch, Henry Fisher playing, which is is huge. I mean, anytime he's mm-hmm. in there, he he impacts the game. But I mean, uh, it looks like uh, for Atlanta, you had uh, Kenneth Taylor. He recently was just uh, ruled active after being out. They're maybe getting a little bit healthy. I I don't know, man. I uh, Matt Smith though not rostered for this week. For he is in Ireland. Oh um, yeah, true. Just so into the game. He's in Ireland to play some ultimate, actually. I can't blame him for that. Very um, committed looking, to the game, like I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I look at Atlanta's roster. No Michael Fairley, no Shaquem Polk, who I think is out for the season with an injury. John Stubbs, who I'm great, fantastic player. They still haven't seen Max Thorne yet, who is a big addition halfway through the season. No Khalif. I, I, it doesn't look like they're going to travel too well either. Um, I'm sticking with my Flyers pick. I've... So the the club team in Carolina is Ring of Fire. They released their yep. roster today, uh-huh. and man, I went up and down that roster, and every name is you take. You're taking that championship team that won last year. You throw all of them on there. They get they're allowed to get Jack Williams for the New York Empire and Ryan Osgar playing mm-hmm. for Ring of Fire. So they're they're not playing obviously in this ADL game with Carolina, but this. Too much talent in Carolina. They've got Atlanta's. I can't tell you a time Atlanta's beaten Carolina outside of one time, maybe. So give me the minus three. Fun fact, Ring of Fire is uh, usually what I call something that happens the day after I eat uh, super spicy wings. The Ring of Fire. <laughs> All right. Listen, man. You brought up just some excellent points. You brought up some excellent points with Carolina. Yes, Henry Fisher's there. Yeah, no Khalif El-Salam. Yeah, Matt Smith is probably skying a leprechaun right now in Ireland. A 35-year-old you know, leprechaun. But you know what you didn't take into account? I love the game. I love the hustle, man. And that doesn't change. That does not change. I love the Atlanta hustle until I D-I-E. Until they bury me a G, I love the Atlanta hustle. I'm going Atlanta hustle plus 295 on the Uh-oh. money line. It's the same angle as Dallas has going against Austin. Uh, you give me, you go ahead, you give me that plus three and uh, oh, over. If if I hadn't put all of my units on another over bet, I, I'd be putting all of my other units on this over. There's no way this goes south of 40 points. Absolutely no fucking way. Sounds I said like fucking, I said fucking for emphasis, for emphasis on that syllable. To uh, enthuse the sentence. Um, yeah. To put Tiger Bomb on that sentence is nuts. Oh, I've got packets of that in my... That used to be a sponsor of the AEDL. They gave Tiger us little, like, yeah, sample packets of Tiger Bomb. I like got Tiger few... Bomb packaging because it looks like firecrackers could also come in there. <laughs> it is a Chinese company, I think, right? Korean, Chinese... Uh, Sure. Yeah, I there's there, there's a there's definitely lettering of a Asian language that I I don't know. Uh, I apologize. Uh, Asia, my bad. Um, I will the whole continent <laughs> attempt to learn more about your cultures. It wasn't. It's not personal. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, God, yeah. Just give me give me all the hustle. Give me all of the hustle right here. How can you not? Is that going to be your dog? I've got so many you of got them. Plenty. Yeah, you got plenty I, to choose from. I'm not sure if that's my dog of dogs, though. I mean, we've we've got over this game. We know where we all stand with this. Let's let's go ahead. Let's recap. Let's strategize here. Let's talk about our, our locks and our dogs. Zach, yeah. read me back these list of locks. Yeah. So for my two locks, I got Indy Pitt over 42, Ottawa Toronto over 44 and a half, and uh, I threw that third lock. If you want to, you know, triple lock this one. The yeah. over on a 41 and a half DC Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Our locks are all totals. For your lock, over four and a half LA Colorado, under 42 and a half Austin versus Dallas. All these are great plays. Um, you have a, so you got to pick out a dog. I've got my dog. So I'll go through that while you choose yours. Unlike Chase, I don't have a lot of big dogs. So I did a little parlay for you guys. Indy minus four and the Toronto Rush to win straight up. Parlay those together, get plus three twenty on that. Put down hundred bucks, get three hundred twenty back. Okay, man. All right, so Chase. I I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a dog, but I'm also gonna put together a really uh, presumptuous parlay 
too with this because i feel really good about this slate of games i'm not gonna lie i feel pretty pretty fucking great about them um i'm gonna go ahead and make philly plus 295 on my on the money line my dog plus okay plus 295 philly yep so it's all written in stone here's presumptuous parlay one i'm gonna have multiple presumptuous parlay parlay you want me to put these in yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah, let's track it. I'm going to track it. Track them. Give let's me see. Philadelphia plus five on the money line. Okay. Give me Toronto plus 130 on the money line. Give me Minnesota plus 110 on the money line. And give me Atlanta plus 295 on the money line. Oh, boy. they're gonna. They're, we're going to break the system here. Two will pay $30,000 probably. <clears throat> you got 80 to 1 odds on that. So let me tell you something. The Philly number has been updated. You're getting Philadelphia plus 350 on the money line now. So I'm going to oh. change that up to date. Yeah. So it just means plus 350. It just means that I like it more is basically. Yeah, that's more money in your pocket if they get the win. Um yeah, I, it's, it's just more money in my pocket. You didn't have to you didn't have to throw a caveat on it. <laughs> All right, so second presumptuous parlay. Ooh, let me screenshot this. Uh, we could track it. All right, go for it. We're gonna go Boston plus three. Okay. Toronto on the money line. Pittsburgh Indy over. That number went up to forty three, by the way. So we got it at a good number. There we go. And then uh, I'm going to go L.A. plus six and a half and Dallas plus seven. 24 to one. Yeah, it's a big stupid parlay, but do you, I can easily see a world where this happens. And I feel like 24 to one is a, a good enough reward for, for getting that if I, if I feel that strongly yeah. about it. If it's something that I feel like could happen maybe 50, 40 to 50% of the time, yeah, hell yeah, I'll take 24. 24 to one, yeah, take that. Um, listen, I mean, what should I buy whenever that money line parlay hits? What do you think? Uh, stocks, maybe put in your 401. Do we get 401 case doing this? We talked to our uh, employer about that. Yeah. So the thing about that is I just <laughs> held on to your social security number and gave them oh, that, man. but I gave them my bank routing number. So it's, they're just sending me that from there um yeah it, it, it's, it's it's all gonna work out i'm not worried about it it's time that i come clean i'm i'm, co- I'm committing fraud uh and using <laughs> your your names to do it um yeah i you know you know i i'm a thinking small, like a, uh, a jet ski a jet ski with my money my money line parlay winnings because i was yeah. thinking what do very classy successful people do you know when they have money and that's buy a couple sea doos, you know. You see, dude, Elon Musk always out riding his sea doo. Um, DJ Khaled it doesn't get any class from that. Miami doing that, not uh, not in the Ozarks, but you know, it's the same thing. All right, so whoa, I don't live in the Ozarks. Let's get that straight, okay? I'm in, I'm in between that and the Delta, okay? I'm in the the middle ground. I'm oh. not a hillbilly. I'm not a, a shiftless. A shiftless uh, Delta fraudster or anything. Um, that Damn. that you actually a so rivalry going on. I'm gonna go a, a little off topic here because you actually just reminded me uh, of something that I saw uh, on Reddit last night, and it was <laughs> it was posted on the Arkansas subreddit, and it was from the Arkansas um, Wikipedia page. And uh, I just got to say, come on, guys, take take Wikipedia seriously. You don't have to use it for burns and such. Oh, where is this? Uh, basically, it just said that uh, people from Arkansas are, are regarded uh, as shiftless hillbillies. Come on, man. Shiftless hillbillies. Shiftless, maybe. Hillbillies. <laughs> We're Whoa. past the stage of hillbillies. There's no more hillbillies. Yeah. You can't be saying that anymore. That's an offensive term. I'm a I'm a hill dwelling American, but I'm not a hillbilly. I'm just gonna throw that out. Yeah. 
What do you got on the docket this weekend, Zach? What are you going to be doing with that? Oh, by the way, Zach has a sweet ass mustache right now, but the way folks. Um, so yeah, what are you going to do with that sweet ass mustache? Celebrating America, man! It's our birthday this weekend. You better be setting off fireworks and so much. Drinking PBR, wearing jorts ripped. Yeah, being shiftless. Story time. It's somewhat ultimate related because it involves uh, an ultimate teammate and uh, one of my best friends, uh, uh, my boy Lex Sullivan. Uh, there was one time uh, we were when we were in our, our younger days and we were drunk playing with fireworks, and uh, we had one of those like mortar shell ones. And uh, him and my other uh, friend Neil, who was also drunk at the time, loaded it in backwards. So they light the fuse. <laughs> Um, they're kind of standing like around it, not very far away, but like far away where it wouldn't have just like hit them in the face going straight up. They weren't just like looking down into it or anything. Uh, but the fuse burns out, it, it ignites. And then you just hear Bunk! because they put it in the wrong way and it just li- launched itself down into the bottom of the tube. So it's just live there in the tube on the ground, uh, being drunk. It took them a couple seconds to realize this. And they start bailing out, and it looked like they were escaping the fucking Death Star as it went up. It was just <laughs> there's sh- there's shrapnel, you know. It's not those that were made out of like you know paper, paper and clay and stuff. So it wasn't like deadly, but it was it was insane. It was the closest thing I have to fighting in a war. Dude, that's gotta be that's gotta be an image right there. Watching your two friends with just the backdrop being a firework exploding, yeah. running away from it. That's a poster. Yeah. That's a that's an album cover right there. I'm so glad neither of them laid out uh, to get away from it because I would I would still be making fun of them this day. I would every July Fourth call them to make fun of them if that happened. So. It's the uh, annual reminder. Speaking of which, I'm hearing the fireworks right now outside of my neighborhood. So here we go. It begins. Thanks for listening to the Tilted Land Shark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. When we come back next week, it's never too early to start thinking about Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. We'll talk holiday decorations and spiced and mulled wine recipes. Just fucking kidding. We don't do that. We talk about hammers or we're nothing. We're out.